Welcome to episode 41, everyone, of Ask Alika. Welcome, welcome, so, 41 episodes. So pumped that we've made it to 41 episodes. I know, when we get to 50, we're going to have to have a big party, I think. Oh yeah, yep. I'm getting all emotional thinking about oh, it. It's good, it's been hard yakka, but worth it. Totally, and it actually, that totally lends itself to today's topic, which is online authenticity. We are yeah. genuinely and authentically excited about this podcast and everything we've been doing on it. And it got us thinking, I suppose, about how authentic you or people are online and how that affects I, I suppose a lot of different a lot of different aspects of, of how we do business. Yeah. Because it's the game's changed a lot and it's continually changing in, in the days of, you know, black hat SEO and um, you know, just, you know, cold cold pitching on LinkedIn. It's it's just not it's just not the way you do things anymore. No nah, man. Authentic, yeah, like fakeness always loses. It does. It really does. And it's something that we've kind of, um, both you and me, Zion, we've, we've noticed a lot. And we've, we've kind of talked before a little bit on, you know, how your personal, the difference between personal brand and a business brand. And, and I suppose this very, very much lends itself to how your personal brand is essentially your, it, it extends into your online presence yeah and that's through you know your your linkedin profile but also your the content that you put out on your website and also even your facebook profile which is an interesting conversation that we'll, we'll touch on a bit later so yeah. i think um to start with you know there's it's worth just noting that authenticity always kind of wins Does, i think i think being real always wins and i think a lot of us are afraid that if we're real people won't like that and it's not yeah. professional yeah but you know, you can still be professional and real. Absolutely. And there's some people that, you know, that I've thinking about this topic, there's someone that I follow, a guy called Chris Bates, and he's actually an, an East Coast mm. guy that I've, I've started following within the last year. And he, he posts really high quality, really thoughtful content every single day. He's a, he's a mortgage broker and a, and a wealth coach uh, and a financial planner. That's, that's his area of expertise. He specializes in that. And he posts a lot of awesome content about that, that indus- his industry and that, those topics that are related to what he does for work. But in addition to that, he also posts really interesting, you know, with really long captions and interesting pictures about things that he's just interested in. Yeah. Because in the end, he's just a guy that has thoughts about just things and the world. Yeah. And he's so, a human. yeah. And so the fact that he does that regularly, I always love seeing his content pop up in my LinkedIn because not only is, is he, you know, he posts really useful, informative content about the financial planning industry, but also just about other important things going on in the world. And so he's one of my favorite people to follow because of that. And even though I've never met the guy who lives on the opposite side of the country, I find him to be a really authentic, interesting, engaging person. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things that just through extending his, you know, his personality out into the world of LinkedIn, he's now, and he's, he's a very, he's, he's leveraging that to he's now, you know, showing up on, on the news over there and talking about, you know, his, the topic that he specializes in on buddy, the ABC and all these kind of things. So he's doing really, really well for himself as a result of the fact that he's got a huge amount of followers that value his content and, and follow it and engage with it every single day. Yeah. And so to me, he's like a really great example of how being authentic and not just pigeonholing yourself and not just being a salesman 24 seven, um, especially on a brand like or, LinkedIn. Or being over corporate, because I think yeah. I think that Perth, and I used to be like this, that's why I can say it. I was probably the biggest culprit. Like, we, we get so rigid here. Like, we, we can become so, a lot of us are so corporate, you know? It's, it, it was a big mining town. 
um, a lot of the big companies they kind of run every a lot of things here mm-hmm. and so you know like I used to work in a bank ah. and I became so corporate right it was killing me and <laughs> now like, now you're like hey bro what's going on oh, mate, I'm know? just myself yeah so I've got a story to tell about this to kick things off like I remember um, you know we've been running this business for a while but a bit earlier on we realized we needed public speaking training mm-hmm. and so we hired a person paid her good money to train us Mm-hmm. And she did, um, she got, there were four of us and I was one of them and she got each of us to take turns speaking mm-hmm. to each other, right? An audience of three. So you go out there, you speak to an audience of three, not a big audience, or audience of four, sorry, including her. And um, everyone got, everyone did like pretty well, except for me. Oh, no. <laughs> I got the she, lowest score. Really? She yep. ripped you apart? She ripped me apart. Oh, no. She whooped me. And... Um, <laughs> Man, she opened a, a can of whoop on me and it was good. I needed it. And then she felt so bad for me though that she gave me another chance. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was her feedback though? What was, what? Oh, I'll she... tell you in a second. Oh, okay. That's, that's yeah. coming. Yeah. So she gave me feedback and then I tried to implement it. Did another, I was the only one that got two chances and I still got the lowest score. Oh, no. So after, and no one else got a second chance, but I did. Anyway, and I was less secure back then. So it really affected me. I all went home thinking, oh, I built this business doing so well yet I can't even do public speaking what's wrong with me blah 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 uh, it really affected me for about a week and then I real and, and so the feedback was mm-hmm. you are not authentic wow you are being too corporate you're being too rigid I know you as a person mm-hmm. and you're not yourself and it's killing you none of right. us wanted to really none of us were really listening because we just shut off because you're not yourself Right. And I realized that. That's some deep advice. That's like almost existential. She was like cutting to your core. I I felt like I had an out-of-body experience. Wow. Um, Cried myself to sleep that night. (laughs) But it really affected me. And I thought about it. And I went, she's so right. And I can't take this personally. Like I just, um, in fact, it's a compliment. Mm. People don't want to listen to the fake me. Exactly. They want the real you. That's what everyone wants to deal with real people. Real people. people. Yeah. And I tell you what, that, that. feedback that training you know we paid i can't remember what we paid 10 grand maybe can't remember it's good money and um that has given me so much return on investment oh my god right. like now i go to public you know I'm, I'm up in front of crowds and to be honest like i do well yeah. people love it because i'm being myself yeah so once i got that out like once i put the guard down yeah man it paid dividends isn't that incredible? Yeah. How much different it is when you, how different it is when you're actually yourself, and how differently, and also about how you respond to other people. When you can see it, when someone gets up and they're yeah. being themselves and they're they're they're. You can tell straight yeah. away. Um, Makes such a difference. And even the podcast, like I mean, we we try as best as we can to just be ourselves. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We talk how we would talk normally, and I mm. think people respond to what to what seems natural, what seems authentic, and what's what's actually real, I suppose. And that's, yeah. um, I think that's a credit to, to what, um, switch my phone off. Yeah. It's very authentic. This podcast phone's <laughs> <laughs> gone off in the background, it works. Um, and I suppose, so that's kind of on, in the LinkedIn sphere. It's, it's pretty obvious how that, yeah, how that online. works. So yeah. how do you transfer that online? Absolutely. And then that, so that's, I think we've, we've kind of talked a little bit about, I mentioned, you know, a LinkedIn example. You mentioned a public speaking example. It's even getting more and more real uh, for for search engine optimization for and on Google, for example. So authenticity is valued now more than ever 
before in when it comes to being search engine friendly because you know black hat seo just it doesn't pay it just doesn't pay anymore the, the algorithms are getting so yeah. much smarter you can't you can't trick them with you can't you can't get crap. away you can't shortcut your way to good yeah. rankings anymore exactly you have to do the hard yards exactly and one of the things that we're moving towards and that we've started doing a lot of here is topic clustering and it's a new kind of approach to seo content on the mm. basis that seo is is less about the the technical side not yeah. that the technical side isn't important it will still continue to be a big part of it but seo is now hugely focused on content like the content is is king like it really really is and it's it is so topic clustering is an approach where essentially and it's something that you know, influential search engines like Google, they've changed their algorithm to favor topic-based content, which is essentially where you, you group content and hyperlink it thoughtfully. And it's, it's genuine, thoughtful, valuable, educational, useful content that you're creating all centered around a topic that you position yourself right. as an expert in. So it's not just random articles that are keyword dense for the sake of it. It's actually constructing yourself as an authority around a certain topic with lots right. of different you know, pieces of content that, that link together. So there is some technical aspect to it, okay. but it actually takes a lot of effort to build a strategy mm. that leverages this, this style of SEO. And you actually have to think about the content you're putting out. You have to I research see. it. You have to be genuine, genuinely an authority and genuinely wow. care. And it's, it's a totally different approach that is pu- very much based on being authentically engaged in this, this area that you, yep. you want to be an authority in. So, so to summarize that, it's you know, instead of, because the way some of us do SEO now is, okay, let's pump out all these articles, Yep. right? And within the articles, there'll be keywords and mm-hmm. then you'll rank. So now it's like, okay, don't, don't, just, don't just do that. Yeah. Think about topics. So, for example, yeah. you might have, uh, if you're an accountant, it's a topic around tax planning. Mm. So, you have that as the main topic and then you might have articles underneath yeah, that one that topic. Link. Yeah, that you might, link. You might talk about tax planning for the next two to three months. So, yeah, all your articles pertain to that topic. And then the way you group it in your website yeah. um, is important. So, you're Absolutely. not just going to have each article as a standalone link. Yeah, they have to be linked together. Um, from a technical perspective, there has to be yep. really strong hyperlinks um, all leading back to gotcha. your key SEO page. That yep. is your, your, I suppose, your conversion page. So there is still an element of, you know. And to get really nerdy, <laughs> and I don't want to bore anyone listening to this, it's like, for example, you will have url.com.au forward slash tax planning, mm-hmm. right, as your main category URL, and that might be a landing page for Mm -hmm. your tax planning topic, then you'll have all these articles underneath and that will have a URL such as url.com.au forward slash tax planning forward slash article one. Potentially, yeah. Forward slash article two. Yeah, potentially. And And that's, yeah, exactly. So the structure of it is really important and I'm not technical enough to know what the the ideal technical structure is, but it's... That's a big part of it as well. So then again, yep. taking big, it back to authenticity. That, that, that is the way to do it because then yeah. Google will look at your URL yeah. structure and go, oh, they're all related. They're all linked. They all go back yeah. to the tax planning main URL. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So again, going back to authenticity, once you, once you pick a topic to be an authority on and if you actually genuinely and authentically put time and effort into creating 
content that's actually valuable for people, not, you know, some crappy little 300 word mm. article that doesn't give anyone any actual advice or is not useful at all. Yeah. Instead you do, and that's the other thing, much longer pieces of content mm. are valued. So it used to be that you could do a 300 to 500 word article and it would it would count, right. people would index it and away you would go. So the longer ones are yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's getting much more into, you know, spending more time to write a, a thousand words is going to get you further these days than love, just 300 words. And the writer and me think yeah. that's fantastic because it's like it's giving yeah. you more time to delve into a topic yeah. and to actually say something useful about it and, wow. and research it. So, so the big, big winners here are people who love pushing out content. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's not just on Google creative. either. Yeah. And that's that's the Google side of things. But then it's kind of... You know, there's there's lots of places that you can do that online. So another interesting one that I mentioned right up up the top was Facebook, and it's it's interesting because obviously everything that yeah. you do online is is connected to your personal brand in some yep. way, shape, or form. So it's an interesting question. We've had this debate before, Zion. Is do you use your personal Facebook for business? And Man, that's such yeah. a good question. Hey, it's different for everyone, but I've thought about this so much well yeah because there's two schools of thought isn't there there's you know mm. keep keep your personal life personal don't have any professional contacts as as facebook friends mm. don't you know don't don't mix those two worlds and i suppose if you look at it from again this authenticity perspective that we're that we're talking through today i think in a lot of ways that doesn't really make sense yeah because who you are online is who you are in real life yeah. So if you're out there meeting people, networking, speaking at events, whatever yeah. you're doing, who you are on Facebook should really be a reflection yeah. of who you are and in real life passion, to people. Like, yeah. like, for example, business is my hobby, as sad as it might sound. Um, why wouldn't I post business stuff on my face, personal Facebook, which I've grappled, I've grappled with this. That's so interesting. I'm like, oh, gosh. And you hear all the, <laughs> you know, people say, hey, keep it separate. And, you know, so you're like, mm. But I don't even have, like, I don't want to post pictures of my family or my kids. I don't want my kids to be on Facebook. So it doesn't, personally, I've been thinking more and more about it. I don't think, yeah, I, I don't get much value personally from things other than business on Facebook anyway. So for right. me, I suppose the transition now would be natural to just have business content on my Facebook. Yeah, um, so that's really Facebook. interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. See, I've I've always kind of blended the two worlds. So a lot of the yeah. the professional contacts that I've made over the years are now Facebook friends, and I I would like to well, think same. that some of those people are actually friends as well. Like you you're a human in the world dealing with other humans, and if you get along with them, there's no reason you can't have them on your Facebook and yeah. and like what they get up to on the weekend, but then also like that they've you know they've just been promoted at work because and they yeah. you know they post that on Facebook too, and that's relevant yeah. to your business life but also your personal life. And I think again, it's that it's being authentic. Like if you authentically care about people, and hopefully mm. you do actually care about the people that you're doing business with it shouldn't be problematic such as yeah. it shouldn't have to be Stigma. separated so much yeah. although i do think people it depends what your objective is well like if people's objectives are no i just want to um i just want to connect and stay connected with family and friend yeah. family for example you wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily want to be posting business stuff because family and don't necessarily want to keep seeing that so i suppose if it depends on what your objectives are do you know what i mean well yeah i can see that i suppose i what i'd say to that is if you like your job it 
it shouldn't yeah, be something you're afraid true. to talk about with your family. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it's kind of, you know, again, good if point. I go visit, if I go over for dinner at my mum and dad's, I'm going to talk about how's work. That's something I'm going to talk point. about. I love my job, so it's very easy for me to be like, yeah, this is what I'm up yeah, to. Yeah. And that's, I, I mean, maybe if you hate your job, you don't want your family to know yeah. what you do. Yeah. I don't know. No good point. But, but again, like, that's really personal. Like, that's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, everyone's got, got a different opinion on that. And it's mm. what you're comfortable with. I just think that from a, from a, I can talk from a business perspective, I think mm. it's a smart move. Yeah. If from a pure business point of view, mm-hmm. I think that, I think that it's a good idea. Yeah. I think that it'll really work. Yeah. And I think it, I think it essentially just, again, bring it back to authenticity whoever you are in in the world should be who you are online whether that's on linkedin whether that's in the articles you post on post on your website whether that's on your facebook page and i think being a bit more conscious of that yeah just being real just being who you actually are i think that's what will get you the yeah that's what will get you what what you're trying to achieve whatever that is in life yeah i totally agree and also um like you said, trying to, you know, doing that across channels. So, you know, personally, I've been very heavy on LinkedIn. Mm. Um, I've been pretty quiet on Facebook, mm. but I think that, you know, I need to extend to Facebook mm. and, and be more and use my personal, like I made a decision, we talked about it just before this podcast. Mm. Do you use your personal Facebook for your business content? And I think the answer for me anyway is, mm. is yes. Yeah. Um, especially if your objective is, is to get business. Well, yeah, exactly. I think it, yeah, it's a good idea. Absolutely. And then just just taking that taking that online authenticity with you wherever you go online yeah. Or, yeah. or otherwise. Although Gary V, um, he's a guy that, that we both follow, mm. he does talk about context and I do agree in that context is important. So you what you put on LinkedIn is not you don't craft it exactly the same way on Facebook. Yeah. So you do want to tweak it a little bit. So be real but at the same time be what, mindful of your audience and of the platform right. and of the conventions. They, yes. Of yeah, that you, that you need to engage that's right. to be to get the most that's out right. of whatever platform you're using. That's right. Like Facebook, you, you might might be okay to put a few more pictures on there and create a bit of an album around your business content. Mm. Not so much in LinkedIn because yeah, people in LinkedIn they don't it, the way that they people read things on platforms is different. Well, I mean, so LinkedIn doesn't even allow more than I think eight photos or something. Right, so you know it's, you're actually Can't restricted by, by the platform itself yeah, so it. there's and there's not really any point putting up 20 pictures no one's going to look at them on LinkedIn. exactly so exactly just being mindful of what what you have to work with as well yeah yeah, yeah. true cool what so else have we got that's um that's it for today is it that is it for today that's our Sweet. i suppose our little little rant the last, set of opinions well the last thing i'll say to people who want to learn more about how to be authentic on online um on online media is look at it doesn't matter what industry they're in I, I really don't think it matters too much like look at what the big guns are doing look at what Will Smith is doing mm. even though he's probably got people doing it for him it still comes out as authentic yeah. his personality still comes through mm. he's so real mm. he doesn't care what people think mm. The Rock uh, we've talked about these people before Gary Vee is really authentic Absolutely. he's himself Jules Lunn he's more, more local mm. I find his LinkedIn content really authentic his, yeah. his kind of dad jokes yeah like, his videos he's real um, so yeah absolutely look, look at, learn from the best absolutely absolutely don't just take our word for it no. find, uh, find other cool people doing cool things online yeah 
Are they cool? Mm. But you're assuming that we're cool. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was a bit presumptuous of me. Someone, uh, if you think we're cool, please leave us a message. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Awesome. Well, we will leave it there for today. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Any feedback, as always, let us know. Ask us any questions. This has been the Ask Alika podcast. Cool. All the best. Thanks, team. See you. Bye.